Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast, your number one spot to get mentoring, guidance, and behind-the-scene learnings to help you understand what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale your packaged food or beverage business. On the show, you'll hear from food founders at various stages of growth, and you'll hear from me and my 14 years of packaged food and beverage experience. Each episode is packed with insights, inspiration, and learning to help you on your food business journey. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Before we jump into today's show, I want to thank our sponsor, the Food Brands That Sell program. Food Brands That Sell is a six-week deep dive into the CPG industry and teaches you how to win within that industry by creating a brand that you, retailers, and consumers love. Here's what a recent alumni had to say about the program. I am so grateful that I chose to do Food Brands That Sell. I learned so much about myself, my journey, and my company. These six weeks changed how I'm doing my business, and I can see the difference already. I no longer feel alone. If you aren't already on the waitlist, hop on over to foodbrandsthatsellwaitlist.com or grab the link below to make sure that you are first to know when the program is accepting new students. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Billy Cavallaro and Holly Heath from Space Shake talking with us. Billy, Holly, welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Great to have you guys on here. Space Shake, love your guys' name. And I'm sure anyone who has not seen you guys out there right now is wondering, what the heck is a Space Shake? So please let let everyone know, what is Space Shake? What are you guys all about? Basically, they're a keto milkshake. So it's awesome for if you are a keto person and you want to stay in ketosis, these things blast you into ketosis, kind of with this the space reference. So... That's us. Cool. Very cool. And are you guys keto? Like, is that how you came onto the product? Were you trying out keto for a period of time? Uh, what get, led you guys to create this? Totally. That was, you want me to take? I, I, go ahead. Yeah. But <laughs> basically we both, well, we're best friends from 23 years. So obviously we go way back to the first day of college <laughs> and um, I always talk about it because it's very fun. And we both had old injuries. I had a lot of sports injuries and Holly had a neck injury before going to college and we had a lot of inflammation and we started doing a keto diet to lower inflammation just in the body brain for health. And we both like freaked out, loved it, felt amazing and lost a lot of that pain, a lot of the pains. Mm. So that was what kind of started it all. We didn't know anything about food. Didn't, you know, until really getting into this. Although we're big foodies. We love food. (laughs) Good food. Yeah. Just mainly the food industry as like a whole, we weren't like, you know, oh yeah, we go way back and we've worked for, you know, craft or something. It was really just like us loving food. Holly also has a culinary degree. So obviously major foodie. I was more about like sports nutrition. So I was from that side. So, and then this helped so much, but we were like, you can't walk into a grocery store and buy a product that can help you. That's good for you with like barely any ingredients that taste great. So that's what started the whole, the whole show. 
Very cool. And you guys do bring this really great like pairing here of culinary background. So Holly, you know how to make food that actually tastes fantastic. And then Billy, you've got this like sports nutrition piece and the industry is just kind of like waiting for you guys to come together to bring something like this to market. Totally. I know. And when I met her in college, I was like, she knows how to run a business. I was like, someday we're going to run a business together. I don't know what it's going to be, but. Did either of you guys ever run a business before this one? Holly helped with a a different business. Yeah. Just my, it kind of fell into it. It was manufacturing actually. And I had done that for 10 and a half years. It was a small business. It started with about 10 employees and grew to about 150 by the time I left. So I saw the progression over 10 years and that I, I took all that knowledge basically and I applied it to a lot of what Space Shake is. Got it. And like, I mean, it must have been intimidating for you guys though. You obviously knew that the industry needed something like this, but bringing a packaged food product to the market, especially in like a niche space, I mean, heck, it's heck, uh, hella scary. I, I, t- I always tell the one we can't swear. So I, hell, I'm like, I, I can, I guess that's scary. I don't know. But hella scary. Uh, yeah. Awesome. You know what? We didn't know it was that scary though, until we actually okay. got into the thick of it. So you knew more than we did when we got into, we were like, oh yeah, this is going to be easy. And that it was not, it's been a lot of fun, but it's, it's been, uh, yeah. Challenging moments. We are complete opposites too. I'm crazy. I'm always like, let's go for it. Let's, we got this. And Holly's over there like, you know, wait a second. What about this? And then this, and then this. And I'm like, I said, I'm I'm great at like overlooking things. If they sound really hard and challenging, I'm like, sounds like a great challenge for us. So yeah, (laughs) we dove in. That's a really great pairing though. Again, you guys are, you guys are like the perfect pairing here (laughs) to have both of those. Cause you do need that. Like, let's go, let's like make this happen. And then you also need the logistical, like, how are we going to make this happen? Right. So you guys definitely really complement each other here. Yeah. Holly's great at slow your roll. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you guys had, you both went keto, you recognize the benefits. You're like, there's a gap in the market for this. What did you guys do from there? Did you start making something, selling it at farmer's markets? Did you start making it in a commercial kitchen? What did next steps look like from going from seeing the opportunity to bringing this to the market? I love this question. Mm-hmm. You, you have great questions. You're good at what you do. <laughs> do you want me to jump in? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I like to blab too. I, I'll try, I'll try to not do it too much, but I love I love talking about this stuff. Basically, so we were actually using these to get into ketosis because that was actually the challenge. We ended up becoming the very first keto product that went to market in LA because nobody else was doing it anywhere else. And I thought, oh, well, LA is going to be perfect because they're at least ahead on a lot of food. People try stuff out. Plus people don't really eat that much food out there. So it was like, they're going to be doing intermittent fasting more. They're going to be, you know, that type of thing. And, but I also, this is where Holly would have come in, you know, great. I think she would have probably had us engineer the thing a little bit differently from the beginning so that we could have co-packed easier and done some of those other things. Me, I'm thinking, throw this thing on a shelf and see if people need it as much as we do. So we did not do that. We like hand manufactured ourselves. So yeah, Holly knows. There was a, a lot of commercial time in the kitchen, commercial kitchen time which lasted for longer than we had anticipated. It took oh, yeah. a long time to find a co-manufacturer, co but we finally did. And 
it was probably the best move because we learned so much about the product ingredients and how it just reacts in general to the world. So like when you're making it, so we were able to take that information, go to the co-packer and then go from a three week product that we were making that had to be refrigerated to a year life uh, shelf stable you, which was great. I mean, I don't know if I agree with you, if going to the co-packer would have been the best way, actually. I think just because we wouldn't have learned all the ins and outs of the shake and how it stays the freshest. And we're really all about clean as well. Like our shakes have six or less ingredients, depending on the flavor. So when you turn over that package and you look at the ingredients, you really see what's in it and you can pronounce what's in it. And you're not reading it for an hour and then Googling things to figure out what is in it, right? So it was um, everything we feel like that has happened throughout the progression of Space Shake and the company. Though at the moment, it would have been like we could have told you it's the hardest thing we're doing. (laughs) At the end of the day, we learned so much in all of the challenges that we were facing at the time and through each incremental um, progression. I've learned it along the way. And it's like yeah. so tough when you're in it because you're like, uh, oh yeah. my gosh, I don't want to learn the lesson this way. <laughs> We're just like, why does God How many us? lessons? <laughs> yes. As usual, Holly's right. I, I, and I, I always say, I'm like, it's so annoying. You're right all the time. But uh, the yeah, we learned so much. Well, we had gotten rid of all this inflammation from doing keto. We were feeling like phenomenal. We felt like we were like 20 again. Yeah. And then we beat ourselves up so much by like, you know, hand manufacturing and hiring people to help and doing the whole thing. But we did basically all of it by hand and have many scars to prove it from like opening coconut cans and doing all the things. So yes, yeah. we have a, much blood was lost. A lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, blood, sweat, and tears for sure. Yeah, like quite literally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, how did you guys manage that then from a from a mental perspective? Because like, you know, entrepreneurship is such a mental game. How did you guys really manage that process of bringing it all to life, of, you know, being in the commercial kitchen, bringing it all together and, and working tirelessly at that? Um, was there anything that you guys did for being in a strong mental state to help you guys get there. I mean, being in ketosis probably helped a ton, Um, but other than keto and of course being fueled on your products, uh, was there anything else that you guys really leaned on? Yeah. You know, I think passion really just drove us. Like it was a true passion for knowing that these things helped us and we knew that it could help so many other people. And it was when you, it was so funny because like you'd have a really, really hard day and then you would look at your, um, your general inbox, right? And you would have an amazing email from someone saying, love your product. It's helping my kid who's like not able to eat. And these are the only thing he, he can eat and he's eating them. And so like reading those things is what kept us going. Like it, it was a passion and hearing the feedback we got from the people who are actually like eating them. That passion yep. definitely keeps you going. I love that. that. B12 shots also helped us. <laughs> <laughs> Being in ketosis, Holly was, even though we were doing a lot of physical labor, she kept us on a good like routine for working out, which mm-hmm. just really improved. And we were in LA and there's a lot of sunshine. Thank goodness. Cause I, I need my sunshine. Mm-hmm. So th- those things. And yeah, like she said, it's, you know, getting those awesome 
like, cause we really were really big on like all the things that, um, keto can heal. So like kids, autism, that like a lot of the big, the seizures, epilepsy, a lot of those things. So we would get things from parents where it's like, yeah, th- th- that's the reason they couldn't eat anything else. Cause they're, they're trying to do a four to one keto diet to not have seizures. And it's like, there's barely anything that's a four to one ratio of fat to, you know, protein and carbs. So yeah, things like that. You're just like, they have to get this. Like we have to make this. Yeah. Yeah. That really becomes like the fuel behind it when you recognize how much this is helping people's lives. Right. And I know that sounds cliche and everyone talks about it, but it's like, literally when you have a product that does change people's lives, it becomes the fuel and it becomes more about, you know, them versus you in some ways. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. We were in a tunnel too. I like, I mean, I think of it as like an actual tunnel. I don't even think I like, I look back and I'm like, did I even say hi to my friends for like, <laughs> you know, like five years? I just, it's just tunnel vision, of, you know, no. but now here you are, here you are. That hard yeah. work. Uh, we survived. The beginning. Yeah, exactly. You're telling the story about it. You survived. <laughs> and talk to me, how have people got to know your product and and when you guys first launched too like you guys were the first product like this on the market that's a fantastic place to be but you and I both know that's also a hard hard so what did you guys do to break through that and get people to know about this product yeah it was a lot of like um educating the consumer right so we started small and we focused on that and keto just it just kind of fell into place, right? So it became popular at a great time. So when people started seeing the benefits of it, and then they started to see sort of almost lack of what was available, and then they found us, that's what they leaned towards, right? We were lucky enough to have a lot of good publicity that came organically. Uh, Like Joe Rogan was a huge fan. He randomly found us in a Woodland Hills Whole Foods in California, (laughs) And he talked about it and then he got all of his fighter friends kind of like <laughs> on it. So it was, that was, that was kind of it. Do you want to elaborate anymore? Yeah, that was awesome. It was, it was a lot of organic stuff. We yeah. had people just find us and then just kind of freak out like, oh my God, there's something that can yeah. help with this. Yeah. And they actually taste good. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's just fulfilling, you know, to get something in your body. Like people just can't stop drinking them. So yeah, I just gave one to a friend recently who just started keto and they were like, I just want to lick out all the containers. I was like, yes, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that was the whole point. That's a really tough place sometimes to be because there's so many functional products out there that we sometimes overlook the taste because we're like, oh, but it's really healthy for me. You know what I mean? And if this actually tastes good as well and has that strong functionality to it, it's really a win-win recipe for success. Totally. Yeah, we lucked out too. We won the, uh, we went to one of the expos, like the first expo we went to, which shipping cold product across the whole country for the first time for us was totally insane and amazing. It worked. I was like, is it going to happen actually? We got all the way out there and then we won like the award, the next, the award. So we got a lot of like, we were still describing to people at that show what keto even was, but Mm -hmm. we won an award. So they were already starting to, you could see the pickup that was coming for keto and then watching so many other people entering the space, we were like thrilled to watch more things come in. Cause we're like, great. They're going to help us educate because we were bootstrapping. So we had like $0 to put towards any education. It was just us talking about it, you know, word of mouth. So it's really nice when things started, even when bulletproof coffee, like started blowing up, I was just like, Oh my gosh, 
they have tons of money behind what they're doing and they're educating like the masses about like, you know, this type of a diet and what it can do. So it was great. And, you know, great, all the books and science behind everything. So. Yeah. It's definitely like helped as the entire category grows, you guys get a larger piece of that too, right? Just becomes a bigger pie. Right. Yep. PR has really become a big piece for you guys organically, really, um, you know, winning the next year award, you guys must've freaked out when Joe Rogan oh, yeah. was talking yeah, about cried. the product. I, yeah. I, we cried. I cried when the next year <laughs> award showed up for sure. Holly's like, are you crying? It's like, yeah. it like we had won an Emmy or an Oscar, <laughs> yeah. right? It was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I think that goes to show the power of a truly great product that is, you know, paving the way for an industry and just really meeting a demand that the market really has. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I think that, I, I don't think we would exist if that we wouldn't have hit all those things mm. because we, a lot of people start products from such a different angle, but like ours was just a sheer, we were like, we know it's a need because we need it so badly. And that's really, I mean, that was it. I think the, the key for us to survive, because they always say that, like surviving the first like year or two, you know, it's like there better be a real need going on there. Yeah, no, absolutely. You guys were certainly solving that and continue to solve that as the category continues to grow. And then talk to me about what you guys are doing from a marketing perspective now. Is PR still a piece of your strategy? Um, are we still doing like word of mouth? Has anything changed over the years in terms of how you are getting more people to know about the product as awareness for keto has grown as there are more keto products out there. How are you continuing to get in front of people? Well, marketing wise, we're still doing it organically. We haven't really focused on that. We use social media a lot and because the rest of the world does, right? And right now we're just trying to get into more stores. So onto more shelves. So it's a little more presence when you're going, when you're going shopping. We started in the SoCal area. We're slowly moving into the NorCal area. That's been a recent win for us. And we try to work with ambassadors who are knowledgeable about keto and know. And that's that's where we go, really. And are you guys focused more on DTC or, uh, or sort of like e-commerce, direct-to-consumers, or in retail? Where are you seeing the biggest bulk of your customers right now? It's about 50-50, actually. So when we first started, it was retail only um, because we had a three-week shelf product that had to be shipped cold and we just couldn't do it right direct to consumer. We tried it. It was a huge disaster, a huge learning lesson as well. Um, And then, so now that we have a product that we can actually ship pretty easily, we're seeing about 50-50 in terms of sales. Got it. Okay, cool. And then I have to ask from social, please tell me you guys are like on TikTok because you guys have such a great product and you guys are such great personalities that I swear <laughs> I can see you guys like blowing up on there. We have not bridged the gap we of TikTok. Yet. I actually yeah. just thought of that the other day and I was like, should we just, but we're both like not big social media people. Yeah. Like I'm at so, all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We don't even do Twitter. We we stick to Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think all brands should be there, but I I'm gonna tell you guys. I think you guys will blow up on there. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna try it. We we're gonna start we can give it a go. <laughs> totally. We uh that was what was funny when we were doing Shark Tank, you know, we were working with our producer and she was like, I'm thinking a song and dance. And Holly and I looked at each other and we're like, 
Oh gosh, here we go. We had to come up with a whole dance. But it was hilarious. I mean, come on. It was it's pretty fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. It was fun. So you guys are good at dancing and singing. You guys are perfect for TikTok already. <laughs> guys, that was your like that was your prelude to it. Come on. You know how many times we practice our song and dance though? <laughs> it was very time consuming. <laughs> the best was that we actually did the whole song and dance. We come to, you know, show it to them because they, they want to make sure, you know, you're good to go. And we didn't sing it out loud. We just sang along with mouthing the words. And she goes, no, I, I, I think you should sing along. And we both, then again, we were like, Oh, we're like, so much more pressure. <laughs> uh, can we use our mouths and all of our body at the same time? <laughs> we're like, we're just making keto shakes over here. The taste good. I don't know about this singing dancing career, but Hey, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just want to sell my product. <laughs> Not know this is part of it. I already oh, wear 25 uh, different hats in the <laughs> business. Now I also need to be a stage performer. You may have just pushed us to do our first TikTok, though. We might have to just yeah. do it. Guys, <laughs> And how was the Shark Tank experience for you guys? Uh, was that something you had strived for? Like, what was that entire experience like? Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> was... I like to say it reset our cortisol levels for yeah. life. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I almost passed out at one point before we started to film. But to be honest, it was one of the top experiences we had as as a company. It forced us to sit down and really look and know our business in and out in a very short amount of time. And then just going out there and being in front of these people who are very successful it brought such a reality to what we're doing and how we're building a business and a company. It like, I think it made it real for me, at least. Like it was the first moment I was like, okay, we're actually really doing this and here we are <laughs> and we're going for it thing. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. I never thought about it like that, but we're, um, she's great at doing that for me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, oh yeah. I think when you're, when you are doing the thing, people always say that about like so many things in life where you're like doing it, you don't even recognize it. You're just so busy doing the thing and trying to build it and all the stuff. And it is, that really kind of slammed us in the face of like, once we actually were able, you know, you're, get, you're getting all your lines done before going in the, to walk down the hallway. And that's when I think we all both blacked out a little bit yeah. <laughs> before yeah. and the whole way you're like, oh my God. But yeah, they really, they hit you with, with so many questions all at once. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was a great, I mean, we had a riot. It was the scariest thing we've ever done. And probably the, one of the most fun things I'd say. Yeah. Clearly we're a little bit of thrill seekers here. I'm not sure (laughs) what going on would be like, yeah, (laughs) but it was, it was really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It sounds like it really prepped you guys to like, look at things a little differently and just, you know, get, set up to speak about the brand and the business as a whole. And I'm sure it was very great again for PR. I keep coming back to PR for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was, the, it's really true. We've never put money towards marketing. Like the mm. whole time we've been a company, our ingredients are so expensive and so pure that like we just spend all of our money always goes back into the product and putting the product. So we're like, we really rely on all those people so much they've been and shark tank getting on. We were really lucky. Like we always wanted to be on there, of course, but we actually got asked to come. We were at some little show in downtown LA and the casting director just came up and said, Hey, we really like, we love your product. You guys seem really fun. And this, this could be a great fit. So like apply. So we had to apply, but we didn't like, 
go to the bit. We didn't have time. We were doing everything on this product. So we would have never had time to even go to a huge arena and wait and show the thing and try to go to the next steps and all that stuff. So we were really lucky that they came to us, honestly, and said like, love what you're doing. We'd love to have a keto milkshake on the show. And we did two years in a row. We applied that year and the super coffee guys who we're buds with from doing shows and stuff, they got on that year and then we got on the next year. So it was kind of great. And it's honestly, it's kind of been like a family for us too. Like all the other companies were so helpful in like, you know, how much product do we need to order and what do we need, you know, like resource for us. And like, we met like the uh, Moosh and, you know, companies like that. Oh, they're founders Mm. in general in the industry. I think that's been one of our favorite things is meeting other companies, other founders, and everybody kind of helping each other out when you're small. It's like a mini cult, a mini cult of small emerging brands. Yeah, totally. An amazing cult. <laughs> yeah, amazing cult. Yeah. Yep. You're 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 withstanding the the larger the larger beast, you know. So it's like everybody has different things. Rebranding people that have gotten, you know, people get sued, you get sued, whatever. Like, how do we deal with this? What do we? Yeah, it's been uh, yeah phenomenal on lots of those things. Definitely an incredible industry. With like, I mean, obviously bias, but I'm going to say the best people in it. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and it seems like that experience was no different in terms of being able to connect with great people and being able to really like connect in and get learnings from each other. And obviously, it was a great way for you guys to showcase your product. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you guys have been completely organic with how you've gotten PR for your business over the years. It's like, honestly, any of like any of some of these opportunities that we've talked about, a company would like dream for. And you're like, I don't know what, like what would have made you guys more like, oh my gosh, between the Nexty, between Rogan and between Shark Tank. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We've been very lucky. We just, yeah, we just kept pumping good energy in and we're just like, we just, we're like, if we just keep pumping good energy in, all the things do seem to line up and like come back, you know, then you have all the challenges too. that, you know, that, that was the thing we're always like looking at the challenges, like, what do you take back or what do you change? But, you know, we've had so we've been very lucky. Yeah. We've been very lucky. What's been one of the biggest challenges that you guys have had to overcome over the years? Mm. Yeah, I know it's a good one. <laughs> We're like, mm, which one do we pick? <laughs> <laughs> I can start on one. I'm a very sensitive person. Just into, I'm, I, I'm, I'm fun, and I've got some good energy, and I know all those things. But I'm very sensitive about like something that I care about a ton, and this product is like Holly and I's baby. So I think my sensitivity around like VC in general is what I would, I would call it. So like funding and VC, like we spent a ton of energy, Holly was, you know, talking about that. Like we spent a lot of energy on, we recognize at some point, like we think we need funding. Like we, you know, when we're going into like co-manufacturing and all that stuff, we, there was a, a stage in the scaling where it gets real tricky of like, you know, how much, how little can we possibly, you know, pay ourselves to be able to eat. <laughs> also, besides the product, Tally's always like, don't eat the product. <laughs> you can't eat the product. <laughs> so, but I get to eat the product now as much as I want, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> but, um, and, and hitting those, those walls of like spending a lot of energy on something and then having it not turn out like people loving the thing, but then being like, okay, get back to us when you're at this. And you're like, whoa, we just spent a bunch of time on that. And we really have very little time because we're still manufacturing the product ourselves. 
So yeah. I think for me, that's a like the, the amount of communications that started and got pretty far along in the process. And then all of a sudden you get a note saying, OK, it's not the right time for us. That was that was one of those depleting moments that we would have. Right. But then you just like get up the next day and start over and you start a new conversation and you keep going. And you're just like hopeful that all of what you're doing ends up to be something great. And that's that's what we do almost every day is just that hopeful feeling. We've always landed on our feet. So yeah. I, I don't that yeah. on that one, I don't know how, but like Holly said, it's always the grind. It's like the get get up every day, grind on, you know, grind on it. It really is the the journey, you know, the, the cliche thing of like it's the journey, but it's so right. Mm. She's totally right. There's nothing better, honestly, than waking up every day and getting to run a company with your best friend. Like that ultimately was the dream. And then it's like, we'll just let go of all these outcomes or like what the thing could, you know, could end up as it's more like just enjoy this ride. Cause it's actually really cool and fun. Totally. Yeah. And what a great ride it is. Like you guys are impacting the industry, getting to run a business with your best friend. Like that's, that's the dream in so many ways right there. And you guys probably just don't see it. Sometimes it sounds like you do rec- really recognize it, but also when you're just like grinding away, you're like, you know, you forget about it sometimes. She's really good at it. I'm, I, I am learning. I am learning. She's good at being like, yep, getting up and grinding. She enjoys a get up and grind. So it's a good thing. Goodness. <laughs> Me, I'm like, do we get to, are we going skiing tomorrow? <laughs> like, when, what's the, no. <laughs> yeah, nope, we're grinding. For anyone who is thinking of starting a food business right now, or they're at those early stages where they are grinding away and not really sure if it is going to work out for them. What advice would you have? Uh, would you have for them? Holly's got all the dang good advice. She tells me to talk, but she's the one with all the good advice. I'm still sitting here. I'm like, dang, 23 years. She's never been wrong. Boy, honestly, I, you know, people always tell you like, don't run a business with somebody, you know, don't, I mean, I knew the first, you know, week of college, I wanted to run a business with this person. And honestly, I, that's been probably the biggest gift of the entire thing is one seeing people impacted by the product and loving it. So like, if you know your thing needs to exist, that's definitely, you just do it then, you know, you, you have to just give it a go and a try. If you know it's needed and it, it can really like change people's lives, you know, cause it changed our lives and we know it can change others. We're still obviously out there. There's still educational pieces in, you would ask that question. I don't think I fully answered it earlier about like getting out there with like clean keto, you know, doing something that's like, not just like, oh, we're just blasting and trying to lose a bunch of weight. It's like, I'm, we're trying to live a much healthier life and we control our own health. If we, you know, we're going to get some big system. Candy's still at the register. I mean, we've got, you know, we're overloaded and bombarded all the time with food that we, you know, shouldn't be eating or it's not even food half the time, you know? So all those things. But my other thing was the, you know, if you know you want to start something with somebody that's, you know, a family member or whatever, like do, you know, you know, your gut knows all those things. So like, just go for it. I mean, we've had, you know, I, th- I think it's brought us closer together. Doesn't mean we haven't had, you know, times where you're like, you know, she's got to lay down the law and be like, why are you pouting? <laughs> like stop the, pout, you know, whatever it is, you know, and then you're like, all right, but she's always right. So like, just know, but yeah, just do, you know, just go with your gut. Honestly, we've gone with our guts the whole time. Yeah. So you give, you give great advice. That's great advice. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like you guys have followed your gut and that has led you to make the right decisions to end up at the right places at the right times because you've been focused on putting something great into the world 
and focusing on doing the right thing over and over and over again um, and knowing, knowing that the market needs that. So thank you guys for putting this into the world, for giving it your all. And for, I know there has been so many ups and downs as there is with every food and beverage business. So thank you guys for keeping at it to truly make an impact in the packaged food and beverage world. Oh, you're welcome. It's been nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Only blood, sweat, and tears all the time. (laughs) We all appreciate your blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Thank you guys so much, seriously, for everything you do. And thank you for sharing your journey today on the show. Thanks so much. And thank you so much for doing this and putting these stories out there for people to hear. Because we love that. That was one of the things that fueled us was hearing other people's stories. And like we were saying, all the other founders and like the help. So it's such a resource. There was really before when we started back in the day, there was only like the one little book. I read the whole book, you know, and like really like nitpicked everything and, you know, any anything I could get my hands on, you know. So super cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy together. We're all making the food industry a better one, right? Yes. That's it for this week, food friend. Thanks for tuning in. If the show helped you in any way, please go ahead and leave a rating or review of the show below. I also want to thank our sponsor one more time, the Food Brands That Sell program, the program to transform how you navigate the CPG industry and ultimately sets you up for success within it. Go ahead and get yourself on the waitlist using the link below, or you can put yourself on the waitlist at foodbrands.sellwaitlist.com. Catch you next time, food friend.